What is up, world? You are in tune to Texas Fight Horns and Sons here at the FFSN Network with your boy, Mod Man, and Sensei, the Sensei of the, the Longhorn uh network, of course, man. We are chosen. What's popping, chosen man? How you doing today? How you doing today, Sensei? And can't be more excited for the season to get started. It's 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 rolling up on us, man. It's rolling up on us. Man, football, I mean, you smell cut grass. It's, it's 178 degrees outside. You know it's getting ready for <laughs> some football. It's time for some football, man. And especially it's time for them Longhorns to hit the field, man. I am super excited about the Longhorns this year, man. But, you know, before I get to, to my homer and excitement and, and all of the stuff that I'm feeling, let's be real, man. I just want to put this out here, man. We, we got to have a checklist. Uh, uh, of what has to go right for us to win the Big 12 and inevitably get to a playoff to where we could play for a national championship. And that's what we want to talk about. That's what we want to talk about first, man. Since they give me yours, man, what let's let's on your checklist, what has to happen in order for us as Longhorn fans to first win the Big 12? Let's talk about that. Right, right, right. So I'm, I'm going to start with win the Big 12 because um, I think I think that this year is a realistic goal is winning the Big 12. It's our last shot at it. So if I can recap a little bit of my burnt orange checklist for success, and then I'm going to give you all my second part of that list. So I said we have an easy schedule, right? Um, that was number one, easy schedule. We had an easy draw, right? So we're up six games, not a snap play, right? I said, uh, number two, uh, we we need to we need to make it through our trap games, the Houston, the Texas Tech, uh, uh, the BYUs of the world, right? Uh, and and that's 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 number one. Number two is Queen Ewers needs to start ten games. Um, I get I went over the Manning plan, uh, uh, first round quarterback will boost the Texas program, all that stuff. Number three, I said Archer and, and Malik need to be ready to play at least two to three games minimum. And then we went over to quarterback Willa insecurity, you know, all that, that history with the Texas football program. And I said, number four, Kansas needs to scare us, right? Uh, number four, Kansas needs to scare us right before, uh, that's the game right before OU. OU is going to be coming off Iowa State, uh, which is probably not going to give them any issues. Only thing that will give Oklahoma issues before us uh, it's probably Cincinnati. They play Cincinnati, then Iowa State. So they could be uh, potentially one, two, three, four, five. They could be four and one or five and oh coming into that game. Uh, so I think Kansas really needs to give a wake up call so that we are taking Oklahoma just as serious as possible because who knows what they're coming with. Not that I'm scared of Dylan Gabriel, but who knows, right? Weird things happen in that game. And so. Getting to fresh stuff, my new check, my 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 uh, second half of that checklist. Where did I see our schedule set up? Yeah, uh, little buddy Rice. Then we got Big Alabama, right? So we got little buddy Rice, Big Alabama, uh, Wyoming right after that. So we play two nobodies and one big somebody, right? Baylor, Kansas, Oklahoma. We have our bye. Houston, BYU at home. Um, 
that right there, everything after BYU is gravy. I see us continuing to hit our stride at Kansas, at K-State, at TCU, at Iowa State, and then at Texas Tech game. I, my number four is get to TCU with no more than two losses. So if we, if we looking at it, TCU is November 11th. That if we get there with no more than two losses, that means we would have went one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. So six and two, right? So if we're looking at TCU, honestly, that's probably a win of the talent drain, right? We're looking at Iowa State, we probably do them dirty. Then Texas Tech is the game that we have to worry about as far as that being a grudge match and the last time they're going to see us for a while. Think of that AM game in 2012, right? We, that we, won, we, we need way. to get there. We, we won. We won that game. But I remember it being tight until the end, if, if, if memory serves correctly. Right? They're going to throw their best shot at us. They're going to throw their best shot at us. And if we can get to that game, or if we can get to t- uh, TCU with no more than two losses, I think we win the rest of the way. Uh, so I think that puts us in the Big 12. If we if we mess around and lose more than three games before that, it's getting shaky. Um, number two for for my second half of the big orange checklist. Listen, defense. Well, that was a lot. That was that was a lot. I I have to I have to sit here and I have to ask you. You know, who do you think that we would lose to other than Alabama? Who do you think that we would lose to in the first half of that schedule? Well, here's my thing, man. Stark has not proven that he's he's he can he can a consistently winning football coach he's proven himself to be a decent recruiter good recruiter um creates a really good environment for the for the for the program media uh he's the the kids on campus right he has not proven to me that he can consistently win football games so uh of course we're looking at alabama as 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 a loss that that a, a possible loss right um i don't know what baylor is at i don't know what their the state of their program is but I do count that as a W, regardless. But Dave Aranda's a really good football coach. And then we're looking at Oklahoma. So worst case scenario, right? Worst case scenario, we're looking at, at, at losing to Alabama. Worst case scenario, if we lose that game, right? That's one loss. And then who knows what the Red River show, uh, shootout? Like, who knows? Who kn- that, That's not that's not a, a guaranteed so, win. Right? Here's my so thing, Sensei. I don't, I, I don't see us losing to anybody outside of Alabama. But I, I could see there's two games of concern for me. You uh, have to, you have to admit rivalry games are weird. Rivalry games are just weird. They're, last they're year, weird, but, last I, year, they're weird, but I, I think we take – Yeah, they're weird, but I think we take the whooping stick out and, and, and beat that behind. Let, I mean, for real, honestly, I, I really think that's a behind whooping. Uh, I, and I'm uh, I'm finna get to mine. I'm finna cook. I'm finna get to my checklist and the things that we got to do to to actually win and and to be a uh, uh, to win the Big Twelve. Sensei, but I just got to say this to you. There's no way I, you don't get Kansas State scares me. I, I I we're playing them at home, and you know they they scare me. If we would have been going to Provo, I'd be scared of BYU. 
you know, in Provo, I, I would, I, but I'm not. Um, Kansas State and Houston scares me because you know, I mean, we're we're the we're the rich cousin, um, you know, and they coming down at the rich cousin's house and they jealous of the rich cousin gonna break all their stuff. You know what I'm saying? Nah, and, and, and the same same kind of uh, arrogance that an SMU has, where they where they feel like they earned everything. Right, you know, you know, yeah, you know, it's a big cousin. It's the big cousin. So, I mean, I look at those games and and maybe, but I don't see, you know, uh, getting the TCU. If we have any losses, it should only be one, and that's the Alabama. That's the big dog. If Rebels loses to us, especially in the in in an embarrassing fashion, but I think if he just loses to us twice, his job is he's not there anymore. I I I, li- I think he's gone in two seasons if he loses to us. I think they he gets a pass. He's going to the SEC, Sensei. You know what I'm saying? He's going to the SEC. If you can't handle your rival in the same way that the man before you did and the man before you did, uh, you may not make it on that to that transition because they are <laughs> not accustomed to losing to us two two years in a row like that, especially in embarrassing fashion. I get it. I get it, man. Well, well, my checklist is real. It's real simple, you guys out there in Longhorn Land, Burn Orange Nation. Man, I'm just gonna tell you, the the first thing to me, it, it rides on Quinn Ewers back. The the uh, the quarterback wheel that since they talked about that y'all get a, you know a taste of. Uh, you should have got a taste of on one of the previous podcasts. Man, I mean that's a big thing, right? That's a really big thing, um, and it seems like our quarterback gets hurt every year. Right. So we definitely have to have, uh, you know, our backups ready. But Quinn, this is your year, man. This is your year in a, in a, in a sophisticated Sarkeesian offense. This is your year. You got your guys. You got Xavier Worthy. Worthy. You got uh, Isaiah uh, Nayor. You have Adonai Mitchell. Come on, man. Mitchell is a dog. He came from Georgia and he showed out in the spring game. You got Jontae Cook, Jordan Winnington. You, man, you got JT. Man, you got, for real, come on, you got targets. You got offensive weapons. That leads me to my second check, or my second point on my checklist. Jonathan Brooks. Jonathan Brooks has to be efficient on the ground. And, and I mean, I, I, want, I want to sit and say Keelan, Keelan Robinson got to do, but, I mean, Keelan, he's great out of the backfield. He's great catching the ball out of the backfield. But I haven't seen Keenan do anything running wise, man. I mean, you know, um, but but Jonathan Brooks has to be the guy. He has to be the Roshan of the. I'm not expecting anybody to be Bijan. Nobody's expecting anybody to be. I, I, I hope I'm right on that. Nobody's expecting anybody to be Bijan. But I'm no, expecting not- him to at least be Roshan. You know what I mean? To where you could go in this game, take the game over, get you a hundred, and roll out. So that's my second key to success. My third, you've actually mentioned it. Sark, we've got to see you come up with smart coaching moves in a game where it's tight. We need to see you offensively put a, a, a drive together after halftime. You know, we, we've got to see you take, I mean, you take it to people in the very, your scripted plays are wonderful. But when you got a coach, in the second half of the game, we don't see you no more. You you turn into uh, the coach from the Water Boy. 
You know, and, and he he, he, he took your last year he was took not the green as, book. Last year was not as bad as that first year. How it wasn't as bad as that first year, but it it, it was bad. Like it, we that Oklahoma State State game got away from us. That TCU game got away from us. We we got to see it come up in, in, in some clutch moments. Absolutely. So those are my three points. Those are my three points. We do all of that. I think we win the Big Twelve. Jonathan Brooks has a a, a thousand yard rushing year. Uh, Quinn gets over here and he uses these targets that he has which he has a lot he has a lot of great targets i mean i only read a couple of them but they're still i mean i didn't even mention casey kane you know what i'm saying i that's so i didn't even mention casey kane i didn't i didn't mention uh um deandre moore i mean you he got got targets bro yeah he got targets so quinn this is on you you know what i'm saying those are those are my three I got one more that that I think would would be a, a travesty if we didn't mention it. I think I think we need to mention this one because we've yet to say anything about the defense. And the thing that I'm concerned the most with is generating pressure. Uh, I think that that there needs to be ten stacks between Baron Sorrell and Jalen Ford. Yeah, and I don't think that's too much to ask. I don't think that's too much to ask. It's not, since I don't, I don't. Come on, man. I mean, the the people before you have been able to generate sacks and get to the quarterback, and and why not you? And Barron looks like he has that step. He looks like he looks like a young Okafor to me, man. He looks like a young Okafor. I I believe in Barron. Say it again. I believe in Barron for sure. Yeah, I said I believe in Barron for sure. I believe in Baron. I believe in Terrell. I think they both are are will be uh, big all Big Twelve at the end of the season. However, we're we're projecting right. Same thing that we're doing with Sark. And at this point, I just need to I need to see these players. Uh, our recruiting coach there has has yet to to recruit a five star on the defensive line. So if that's not going to happen, I need to see development. And if not, then what are, what are you here for? What are you, why are you here? What are you doing? Uh, so that's I'll, I'll stop there I have two more points but I, I will ask you this who who do you want to see if we were to make a today we're in the Big 12 who do you want to see across from us let's we're say we're playing, 10 we're, we're, we're in two who do you want to see across from us um, I'll tell you who I don't want to see <laughs> I would not want to see Kansas State in a Big 12 championship game. I would not want to Man, see... Man, you Houston. say that. Go ahead. You say that, but but we've handled K-State in the past five years. We have not lost to K-State. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the last five years. Now, I'm, now I got to look it up, but I've been, I've been calling them the Purple Kryptonite for so long that I just kind of give them this respect. But I don't think they deserve it anymore. I think we've we've reversed that. Now the purple kryptonite is TCU. I get it. I, so I mean, I, but you asked me who would I not want to see lined up. I mean, who do I want to see lined up? I'm just telling you who I don't want to see. Uh, it if for some reason uh, Texas Tech got in there, I think that 
that would probably be the team that I would want to see, you know, because I know we can beat them, and I know that we can Texas. beat them great. Yes. Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, we you played them twice. Yeah, I, I just think we'd be able to, to man, if we beat them twice, it'd be fine. Kansas, another one I think that we would, I, I would, wouldn't mind seeing again because the way that we did them last year was just horrible. Jonathan Brooks scored. I think even the water boy scored. I, I think the equipment manager came in, changed, you know, some shoes and changed it to some cleats, and he scored a touchdown. Um, so and from the running back position. So we ran all over them last year, and I believe we could do it again. Um, the last you know, so- time Kansas State it in 2016. We have beat them every year since. So it's been six years since Kansas State beat them. Now they went on a wild winning streak. Uh, and let me make sure I, I'm not tripping. Yeah, they went on a wild winning streak. In well, Chris, they, were there, they were there last year. They were they were actually in the uh the Big Twelve Championship game last year. So I mean, being that they were in the Big Twelve uh, Championship game last year, man, I mean it's it's not a it's not a lot for me to say that these guys can actually do it. Like I don't want to see them in this game. I would not want to see them in the Big Twelve Championship game at all. You know, it'd be fun. Any any of the new teams would be fun. But since we don't play Cincinnati this year, I wouldn't want to see Oklahoma State. That's who I wouldn't want to see. But yeah. since we don't play Cincinnati this year, uh, I, I would I would love to see. Yeah, I'd love to see Cincinnati or Central Florida. Chris, I mean, since I man, I'm I'm be honest with you. If Central Florida's good, you, you got a whole bunch of gold teeth and mouthpieces on the other side. <laughs> I don't want to see it, man. You know what I'm saying? That's that's speed to burn. And, you know, on the decent – we haven't really talked about the defensive side of the ball. Um, I'm, you don't have – you know, at linebackers, there's not a lot of speed there. Jalen Ford, you know, Anthony Hill, yeah. you know, uh, but you still got Jed Bush and them hanging around. You know what I'm saying? And you don't have a lot of speed. And I'm, I'm just going to tell you, I don't believe in Jed Bush. I, I'm. I want to. I want to to root for him. I want to root yeah. for him bad, but I just have not seen enough out of him that makes me believe that he's a next level player and he can guard somebody out right. of the backfield or to hold a wide receiver. This year, Isa, I'm gonna clear. I'm gonna let you talk about Jeb Bush, and I'm gonna let you get your Ryan Watts takeout because because I know I'm, you was I'm, you was itching to do it. I'm, I'm just saying when we when we talk about the defense, those are my two that I'm I I just don't get I, Ryan Watts should not be starting. I don't understand what everybody else thinks <clears throat> and sees in Ryan Watts, other than the fact that he's tall. He's a tall cornerback, but he can't guard a wet paper bag, man. He can't stop uh 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 somebody with with a with a cane and a walker from getting five yards. And then he he gets penalties. He gets holding penalties. Go on in the defensive backfield. I'm just saying, bro. Like, I mean, he made that's that's why Ohio State kind of pushed him out the door. It was like, go ahead, brother. I mean, for real, we we we're used to seeing this is DBU over here, man. This DBU over here, we got 
defensive backs that we put in the league every year. And Ryan, you might not be one of them. I'm just, it just, I got to see more out of him. I can't, I mean, I, I mean, I would really want to see Xavier and Bryce before I saw Ryan Watts. It, it, it just, you know, it is what it is to me, man. And then when I said Jeb Bush, Jed, it's no harm, man. No, no harm, no foul. Nothing against you. I just don't feel like athletically you can cover out of the backfield. Prove that to me. Prove that to me that you can handle somebody a back out of the backfield, or you can handle a, a wide receiver in a, in the zone coverage. You know, I just I see you getting ran by a lot. And then I get I see you getting pushed over and run blocking. I just can't take that. I need from my linebackers, I need to see something out of you. I need to see that grit. I need to see that Texas T that's inside of you, man. I understand that why you done been around here for five years. Cause you know it you, you it's not the next level for you. But I, I need for you to see I need to see five years when I see you on the field. I need to see, oh, that's why you're still here. And I need to see a five year cut. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. I'm done. Seriously, but that's what I need to see. I, I get the, the, the Jeb Bush. Hey, I definitely get that. Uh, Ryan Watts, you on your own. You on your own up there, especially because I've seen subpar cornerback play at, at, at before, and I just don't see it. If Rob Babers like Ryan Watts, I don't understand why you don't. But that's fine. Um, Rob was so, drinking so when as, he said as it. far as. Rob was was drinking when he said it. You know what I'm saying? That's fine. Honestly, he's not even a chiky brand. No, you're not. Okay, okay. That's fine. I said I clear out. I I disagree. I disagree. That's crazy, but it's fine. It's fine. Um, I don't know when we would play Central Florida again or Cincinnati. So um, those two not being on on our schedule is why I would want to see them in the Big 12. I wouldn't re- I don't want to ever play Mike Gundy again. I'm good. I'm good. We could just not do that. It's fine. If we ever have to be see him in a bowl game, let's opt out. I'm good on Mike Gundy. Uh, <laughs> so that's my answer to that question. Bet. Yeah, man. So um and, and switching gears, man, we we've uh, the over under. You've already you already talked about some of it. Over under. Um eight games? Over? Under. The over in Vegas is at nine and a half. Um, I think Vegas is about right. I think they're about right. I think honestly, the one side is a disappointing season. That nine win game, nine games one is a dis- is a disappointing season. We go nine that would be what, nine and three, nine and four? Nine uh, and three, nine four, count the bowl game. That would be disappointing because that would mean we did not win the Big 12. Um, and we need to win the Big 12. So one of one of those sides, if if happens, we're going to feel bad about it going into the SEC. We're probably not going to get any recruits going into the SEC. The, 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 so, so we really need to hit that 10 game. I'm going to go over it because I'm going to be optimistic, even though Steve Sarkeesian has only won 10 games once or never won 10 games. I think no, it's never won 10 games. I think it's once. I so, think yeah, Washington. So, Washington, so I'm going to say this is dope. Yeah, Washington. So this, this is dope. This is two. So I, I, I say over as well, and I, I really think – 
um, we'll finish the year 10 to 2. Um, I think we'll finish the year 10 to 2. Uh, actually, uh, 11 and 2. I think we'll end up um, getting to the playoffs and losing the playoff game. Um, and that's my that's my bottom. That's my floor. That's my floor. 11, 11 and 2 is my floor. You know, I think we'll be, you know, uh, 10 and 1, you know, and, and, and we could that's my floor. That's my floor. I believe, man, listen, we have the best. We we have behind Washington, behind Washington, excuse me, Washington State, right? Behind them and, and Ohio State, we have the best wide receiver core in the nation. The best. I mean. Yeah, I know, no, no, I'm with you. We got the best. You got two experienced receivers in Whittington and, and Worthy. And and with Adonai, you got a dog. Who's guarding these guys? Who? There's not a defensive backfield in the nation, including Georgia, who can guard all of them and JT Sanders with a running game, with a vert, with a real deal running game. So therefore, last year, you- last year, I want to I want to jump in right here. Last year, um, this is a, a term I'm cribbing from Rob Babers, uh, who's had a lot of mentions in this episode. So shout out to him. Uh, he was like, if Quinn struggles, we need to put a lot of we, we, we can just sprinkle a little Bijan on it. That was his turn. We can just sprinkle a little Bijan on it. And things get the offense back on track because we have an amazing running back. This year, we don't have that running back, but we have amazing wide receivers. So if the offense stalls, we can we can sprinkle a little worthy, sprinkle a little little AD Mitchell, sprinkle a little uh, Jordan Whittington on, on it. Uh, I agree with you there. That 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 needs to be the priority. Is is getting, getting like these board Pete Game, Pete Game. Every time we've had a prolific running back, talking about a prolific, we uh, we we lost we lost Cedric before we went to yeah. the, the national championship, right? Mm-hmm. We lost Ricky and got real good. It, it seems like the year after the quarterback has a bounce back year and they are on it, right? So I just feel this is our year, and that's why I feel like my floor is 11 and 2. That's my floor, right? So, I mean, I'm just looking at it. We, we're we not going to have to, we can't sprinkle a little Bijan, you know, and like you said, we can sprinkle our wide receivers. But man, listen, you still got a freshman, a dog. That you could put in the slot, and if we go five wide, who's covering us? Who? And and so, Sark, you're the quarterback whisperer. So that's why I said in my mind, over eleven, my floor. So I'm just gonna real quick say the worst case scenario, right? And we lose every game that is either a trap or. Uh, 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 a losable game on this schedule. That's four games. That's four games. That's Tech. That's Houston. It's either is yeah. That's Tech. That's Houston. That's Oklahoma. That's Alabama. So you're looking at 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 four games that should either either scare you or you should be worried about. Which means we always and and I, I want you to be right. 
I wish you, I want you to be right. I want you to be right. I'm just justifying where I stand. So I think realistically, we win Houston or Tech. I'm not sure we win both. I think we win Alabama or Oklahoma. I'm not sure we win both. So I'm I'm landing around 10 wins as where I'm at, but my floor is ugly because my floor is eight. That's the floor if we're really being real with ourselves. There's four games we could lose. And you're right. right But if the floor is eight and four, if the floor is eight and four, uh, we need to we we gotta cut ties. We gotta cut ties with our head coach if the floor is eight and four. If that's the floor, if the floor Texas, is before the season starts, we got to cut ties before the season starts, or if we actually do that. If we actually go and it's eight and four, we need to cut ties. He cannot afford, Sark cannot afford to lose more than three games this year. He cannot. I think if we cut ties, we probably lose Malik and Manning. Yeah, they're gone. I, I think. He- yeah, I think that's why he stays is, is because we want to keep Ark. Hey, listen, I'm be honest with you. Uh, no, Malik is gone. Manning will stay. You know what I'm saying? My my whole thing with 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 Steve is like I said, this is the best team Texas has had in years. And if you can't win with this team, you just can't do it. You can't do it on the major level. You can't do it. This team has has no real I mean there's no when you look at it there's no real weaknesses from top to bottom Our defense on offense a wink yeah there there is weaknesses is the defense right now the defensive line well yeah I'm, I'm on offense offense there's no weaknesses defense and I don't want to cut ties with, to, to be honest with you I don't want to cut ties with soccer because I do like this brand of football it's fun to watch. We have the best receiving core in the, in the land. That's never happened. We probably have the best uh, uh, quarterback room in the land. So Stark did that. Not Tom Herman, not Mac Brown, not Charlie Strong. Stark did that. And so I, I don't know. Um, if, if we lose four games, I'll be disappointed. But I do think we should give him that first year in the SEC just to kind of really get a good sample size of what Stark could do, even if we do end up eight and five again. Um, but let's see if we uh, if that ha- happens, and I don't want it to. Let's see what two and I say. <laughs> let's see yeah, how let's... ugly those those losses are. <laughs> <laughs> well, since like man, before we get out of here, man, what what news on the recording uh, on the recording? On the recruiting tra- trail that we have, man, talk to me. What what news from the recruiting trail that we had this week? Oh boy, I'm gonna need you to clear out. I'm gonna need you to clear out how like how I let you, yeah, I, how I cleared out for uh for 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 Jet and and uh, Ryan because I am a little alarmed right now at the state of our recruiting. Am I am I saying hey? Flashing, flashing red alarm going off. Uh, everybody, look at this right now. No, but I am waving a red flag, and I'm saying, "Hey, maybe, maybe, maybe it's time to panic a little bit, like a little, little concerned, because right now we're ranked 20th in the composite ratings." Right now, I understand it's not 
done yet. The classes, the papers aren't, paperwork's not done yet. We haven't gotten to the national signing day for, for next, uh, in, in winter that's coming. I understand, but we're ranked 20th right now. It, hear me out. Right now in the top 10, we have one in the crystal, crystal ball uh, on 24-7 sports. That's Ryan Wingo, right? I do think he'll commit to Texas. He's from Missouri, nice receiver. I've heard him called Garrett Wilson and then some. So I, I, I do think we'll get him, and I think he's going to be really good. Um, that, so we have one. We have three in the top, actually, actually, well, yeah, in the top 30, we have three. The top 30, we have three that are mocked to Texas. None of these are signed yet. We have uh, we have, we have have Ryan Wingo at, at six or seven. We have uh, Kobe Black from Waco. And then we at 26, he's a cornerback. And then we have Colin Simmons and Edge from Duncanville. He's at 27. So in the top 25, we have one. I had to go to the top 30 to find the other two. Right now, Georgia has four in the top 30. They're all in the top 20. Alabama has three. and m has two, right? Micah Hudson, I, I do need to mention him right now, is probably going to Tech. Um, Texas is warm on his board. I've heard a lot of the things about Michael Hudson going to, to, to the Longhorns and the longer his recruitment goes out without him committing, it's better for us. Um, but as of right now, it looks like he's going to tech. Now where I hear alarm bells, where I hear the right, the red flag. And I'm like, Hey, this is concerning. I want you to guess right now how many, uh, that, or, or, uh, I'll guess how many, uh, how many recruits in the top 20, in the state of Texas, that Texas has signed. Uh, the top twenty. How many? From, none. None. From what okay. I'm looking. I want to ask you. From what I'm looking. Oh, at you're oh, cheating! What, Don't cheat! What are you cheating? No, I'm just saying. From what so, I see, there's none. So, so and let me that, ask you something. Healthy, healthy Texas class has how many of the top hundred? Or how many in the top 50 does a Texas class have that's strong, healthy? Man, I, four, I see, four. Why are you cheating? Stop cheating. I'm asking you a rhetorical question. Try to make a show here. So right I'm now, just, Texas I'm, I'm has- I'm asking the question. I'm just saying, I'm. it's not many. When I'm saying it, it's like, we don't- No more games for you. All right, so right now, <laughs> Since we won't be a cheater, Texas has zero in the top 20. They have uh, two in the top 50, right? They have two in the top 50. That's right now uh, our highest recruit in the in the nation is number 39, Frederick DeBose. That's actually signed, right? Um, we have, that's that's in national. So we don't have any in the top 50 in Texas. Um, we could, if everything goes like, like best case scenario, everything goes in our favor. We get Mike, like extremely, I'm talking about, we get Michael Hudson. We get Kobe Black. We get Colin Simmons. That will make five out of 50. Um, I'm sorry, Frederick DeBose is, is in Texas. So he's number 39. Uh, that will make, that will make five out of 50 of, of commitments in Texas, right? Um, that's not a high percentage. If you do math, that is less than 20%. So we, we're really, we're really stretching it 
we're really stretching it on 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 our foothold on the state right now and that's not good i think that's if you give that a letter grade that's that's not a c it's not a c at all and so um Derek gibson is our actual highest commit right now um and so Derek is the number I don't, one running back mm-hmm. yeah. and, and he's cold and he's cold i'm not i'm not i'm not i'm not poo-pooing that that, that man um, he's, he does his thing. All I'm saying is, right now we're pl- we're picking our spots, and that's great. I like that we're picking our spots, but maybe we should pick a little bit more Texas products. A little bit more kids from Texas actually make this a school that kids from Texas want to come to. Went on the field. It seems like we need to win on the field to get to, to reverse the narrative. And then secondly, if we don't end up hitting on on call um, on Michael Hudson don't end up hitting on Ryan Wingo, we'll go over for the top 10. That, that's just good. That's the reality of it. And so um, hopefully I'm, everything says that Ryan Wingo's coming here, but I don't know, man. I'm I'm a little concerned. I'm a little concerned. How you feel? Listen, I, and that's, that's Sensei with his recruiting bid. I'm just going to tell y'all, I, I totally agree, man. When I start to think about this and I really begin to start kind of digging into recruiting tech you you have to if you win the state of texas you can win mac brown understood that mac brown understood that if you win the state of texas you can win you know i like jarek i think you know having the number one running back in the nation is important right but you know when i'm looking and the the, we're we're looking at the, the the highest rated athlete you know, we, we got the number 13th highest rated athlete from Texas. Where are these athletes going? They're, we got the athletes. Where are they going? Where are they getting out of here to? And we need to to really stand in front of, of those doors and shut them. You know, we need to stand in front of those doors and shut them. But I think what you just said, winning is the prescription and it, it cures all. If you win out, out on the field, yeah. you're going to win in the recruiting. You just gotta win out on the field. We need to and, change our we need to change our reputation in the in, in the state of Texas. Absolutely. Absolutely. I agree wholeheartedly. Uh well for myself and for Sensei, we'd like to thank you guys for tuning in to the Longhorns man uh uh to uh Texas Fight and Horns and Sons on the FFSN network. Man, we, we, we're doing our best to make sure that we get in and give you the best coming from here until the time that camp starts. And then, man, when, when the season ramps up, you're really going to hear some stuff from us, man, because, you know, we are diehard Longhorn fans. Um, but, man, we will talk to you guys next week. We thank you for watching. We out of here. Peace. <laughs>